Welcome back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. My name is Dawn, and I'm sitting here with my co-host and also my husband and my best friend, Travis. Hey, guys. Yep, I'm here and so pumped to be here with you, Donna, as well. You know, we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. You know, a few weeks ago, I had came home from church, Travis, and I was excited because a person, a gentleman in the lobby asked me a particular question. And the reason I was excited is, you know me in general, I love people, I love talking, I love my church, you I love do. my job, I love an getting to know people. Yeah. But I think you're an extrovert on steroids. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just love it. Well, I one of the things I love to do the most is just to greet people as they come into our church doors, but then also say goodbye and thank them for coming as they're leaving. But sometimes I just crave deeper conversations. So I'm looking for those yeah, doors when you. people will stop and I have a chance to just ask them something deeper or just talk to them a little bit more. Well, a few weeks ago, a gentleman came up to me that I talked to quite often and, you know, our surface talk. But all of a sudden he just looked at me and he said, hey, Don, what has God been teaching you lately? And I, my eyes lit up. I was like, no way. This is the best. And this was a time when kind I felt like... Kind of a bomb question. Oh, it was like, great. Whoa, I stop was, time. Yeah, We're going to talk. I really wasn't expecting it, but I was so excited because it just happened to be a time where I really felt like God was teaching me quite a few things. And I had noticed some really cool things in the Bible. So I was able to share with him the things that God was teaching me. But I knew in the back of my mind, he asked me that question for a reason. Because for one thing, I think he wanted me to ask him that back. But he also wanted to go a little bit deeper in our relationship and kind of get over the, hey, how's the weather? Right. You know, how was your week? How was your job? And you guys went deeper, didn't you? I did. Yep, absolutely. I asked him the question back and sure enough, he had a great answer. You could tell he was wanting to tell me that. That's but awesome. But it was just cool, so cool. to, to kind of go a little bit deeper in our conversation. And you know, it's funny, just last week I saw him again and so I'm like, I'm gonna ask him another question. And so <laughs> I did and he had a great answer and it was, it was just fun. Just going past that, how's the weather question. Yeah, and it's funny because we all know the answers, but yet we ask those questions. Like it's a greeting to say, how are you? And usually they say, great, how yeah. are you doing? And we know it's really just a way of saying hi, but it, it really feels like people think that that's how deep you go. Right. And you don't want to just stop there. You want to go deeper. It's so cool that he did that. And I, I know to build relationships, it's kind of like a brick at a time. You can't just finally meet somebody, you know, for the first time and ask him a really deep question, you do have to get to know him and you have to work up those little questions. But it's fun when you can get past those, just those meaningless questions, I guess, and get to the deeper ones. Yeah. It's when life gets interesting is, too. Yeah. Uh, and that's when relationships get rich. What a cool experience, Don, that you had a couple weeks ago with that older gentleman. I mean, how cool is that? But then we ended up going to the Global Leadership Summit, uh, I think within a couple days of that experience that you had. Mm -hmm. And we, we probably already talked about it a week or two ago, but we just had the time of our lives at the Global Leadership Summit. But there was one speaker that was our favorite it and was. really stood yeah. out. She was incredible. We're going to be quoting her a lot on this episode episode today. Her name is Vanessa Edwards. She's a speaker, but she's also a researcher and then wrote the book Captivate several years ago, but just phenomenal. Some of the things that she was talking about 
And as she was talking about how to go beyond the weather or, hey, how are you doing? Oh, right, you're doing yeah. good. Well, and then they asked me how I'm doing, but going deeper than that. So she really talked about like, how do you captivate people? How do you go deeper? How do you grow relationships? And while you and I were sitting there at the summit, we kept thinking how helpful those questions that she was talking about, how helpful they could be in our own personal relationships where we really want to go down deeper with those around us. I mean, she had some really great advice, great insight, but then it also got us thinking even more, well, what about couples in marriage? Are they asking deep questions that elicit rich, fulfilling responses that result in communication that bonds and facilitates a deeper level of knowing? I know it actually just made us think about our own marriage. Like how deep do we go in our questions? It's so easy to have those questions of exchanging information and throughout your day because life gets busy. But do we actually have those deep, fulfilling conversations where we're really knowing each other? And I think we do. I think there's days that we do and there's days that, no, we don't hit that mark. But it's fun. Even tonight, as we were sitting at the table, we had a really deep discussion so deep. about yeah. life and death. Like it was it was deep and it was good. And I got to hear your viewpoint. You got to hear mine. But we went a little bit deeper and we walked away feeling very fulfilled that we went to that level. Yeah. And it's interesting because couples need to catch up on the basic information. Those are important things, but we don't want to stay there. We don't no. want to just catch each other up and be on the same page and in sync. We want to go deep and really understand each other. And of course, that takes listening. And listening most often begins with asking great questions. And that's really what Vanessa Edwards pointed out. I mean, if you think about it, how much of our lives, our days and our minutes are filled with, like what we've already talked about, surface level commentary about what is happening right in front of us. And so often we talk about what doesn't matter in life and it doesn't matter in our marriages. And sadly, couples may go deep, but it isn't until there's serious conflict and then damage to the relationship can be done. Okay, Mm, now that I'm angry, I'm going to tell you how I really feel about this area when it could be just a calm conversation of listening over a supper or a date night out. In order to really know someone, in order to understand who they are and what they are really wrestling with deep in their own soul, you got to ask questions. You have to. You don't. How else were you find out information or just get to know them? You'll never know. Mm-hmm. And after questions, then you got to do a great job listening to their responses. I think it's funny. I remember being asked a couple times by certain people questions, like deeper questions. And they not only didn't let me respond, but they answered that question themselves. Yeah, it was like they asked it to themselves. Yes, and I didn't get to respond. So never really intended for you to respond. No, they wanted to ask the question and answer it themselves. Yeah, that's what I love about the gentleman, the older gentleman you talked about earlier. He asked, he wanted to hear, but then he of course wanted to share. So it was two way, and that's the kind of listening that drives the relationship deep down and to where it's really got rich soil and. It can grow and be strong. Well, in the Bible, in the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 15, here's what it says it says, Intelligent people are always ready to learn, their ears are open for knowledge. Mm. And in other translations, instead of intelligent people, it says, Wise people are always ready to learn. And that's what I love about a marriage or even this concept from Vanessa Edwards, that we can take this idea of getting to know each other through asking better questions and being better listeners and bringing it to our marriage and say, you know what? I want to learn more yep. about you, Don. Yep. 
and I want you to learn more about me. And that's going to take me asking better questions, but also it's going to require me to listen, to shut my mouth, which is hard for me to do sometimes, right. isn't it? Well, you know, I think there's times that we think we know our spouse very well, but then all of a sudden they'll say something. You're like, I didn't know that. Like, for instance, when someone recently asked you what your favorite pop was, I answered and I said, Diet Mountain Dew. And then you looked at me and you're like, no, it's strawberry. I was like, what do you mean, strawberry? You never drink strawberry pop. But I love it. It's your favorite. So now I know. Like I learned that about you after being married to you for almost 30 years that strawberry is your favorite pop, although you never drink it and you drink diet most of the time. Isn't that crazy what you can still discover? But it's because they don't make strawberry pop in a diet form. And so we never would have had that come up unless you had been listening. And that's such a minor thing. So it really to know you deeply and intimately and know your desires and your dreams and your goals. That's who oh, I want to know. That's that's the spouse I so want to have. I want important. you to know me intimately. Like, who am I really? Yeah. And that's what's so cool about the last part of this verse. It says their ears are open for knowledge. Notice how it doesn't say their ears are open to listen. It says their ears are open for knowledge. In other words, if I, I could hear you, but what if I actually listened and heard you enough to where now I'm going to walk away with something new that I know about you like you did with the strawberry Mm -hmm. pop. Well, going back to the Global Leadership Summit and when we were able to listen to Vanessa Edwards talking about the three levels of communication. Here we are just on a prayer team at the Global, Global Leadership Summit and we got a chance to listen to her. She's so wise. But she went on to talk about some questions that she encourages everyone to ask to truly create deeper bonds with those around you. She says researcher Dan McAdams found that each of us as humans use three levels of connection, level one, level two, level three. Well, level one questions are typically general traits and they sound something like this, typically occupation, hometown, family status. What do you do? Where are you from? And with those questions, our brain, she said, just goes into like a social script and it's impossible to connect because you're on autopilot yeah. when you're asked those questions. And the social script is you you, you know what you're saying and I know what my response yeah. is about to be. So there's not really a connection there. No. And it's, it's really just kind of people babbling back yeah. and forth. And then you have the level two questions which are more personal concerns such as like your goals and worries values motivations your personality traits or or what keeps them up at night and what gets them up in the morning so those are just basic level two questions again personal concerns yeah level one level two yep and then level three the self-narrative so these are still a little bit deeper and I love these. Yes. These are getting to that point where it really gets me excited. And these are typical things like our self-narrative is a story that we tell ourselves about ourselves. So when someone says, what's your story? Like that's your self-narrative, the, how you explain yourself. It creates how we make sense of our journey and our purpose through life. And so that's level three. That's a self-narrative. So those were just typical questions that we ask or how we you know, try to connect with others. But she actually goes on and gives us really good questions that we can ask in that level one and that level two and that level three. So examples in level one, an example of a question that's just a little bit deeper. Yeah. If you want to go beyond the weather and you really want to drill down even just at the most basic level. Yep. And this is a basic level. It's not like you can ask somebody, maybe a stranger, even these questions. What was the highlight of your day? What personal project are you working on? Has anything exciting happened today in your life? Do you have any fun plans coming up this weekend? Or how's your brother? How's your mom? 
mom. When it comes to the level two deeper questions that we can ask about personal concerns, there's questions like, what's your biggest goal right now? Are you learning anything right now? Which made me think of the gentleman at church when he asked me that question. That was a level two deeper question. It really question. was, yeah. And it got you thinking. Yeah, it did. Got you guys talking. Another level two question, what book, TV, or movie character is most like you or What's weighing on your heart and your mind right now? And actually, what's your story? That's a really that's good personal like concern. That's the but biggest of all yes, questions. Yes, that's a really good deep question that would be a level two question. And you might want to be sitting down at a coffee shop over a really fresh, delicious cup of coffee. You know, and lastly, the level three questions, which are just more of the self-narrative style questions, but questions that can help you go a little bit deeper. Like, how do you feel most understood? I think that says a lot about a person when they can communicate how they feel misunderstood or what's something most people don't know about you. That's just a great self-narrative question, but it's a little bit deeper. Yeah. And again, we're sharing the questions, the level one, level two, level three questions that she was sharing this concept of how you get to know people better and to go deeper, to go past that social script, that autopilot we all go into because we check out and we don't want to talk about the weather, but it's a cordial thing. And so while we're sitting there, we kept thinking about couples. So these are questions that go deeper with individuals, but what are some great questions that married couples could ask one another to be sure that they are staying on the same page with one another and staying close with healthy, intimate communication? Because I think that's part of it is it deepens the level of knowing, that level of intimacy. And so we began to search after the conference Uh, for more information. Like, are there questions out there for couples? Yeah, we wanted to make sure that we were going more intimate with our conversation. We don't want it to be surface level. You're my husband. I want to know everything about you. So what are questions that we can add to our life and make sure that we're going intimate with our conversation? Yeah, and it was so cool because we came across an article written by Vanessa Edwards after the conference. It was titled The 36 Questions. And she really talked about how uh, in this article, how social psychology researcher Arthur Aaron of the Interpersonal Relationships Lab at Stony Brook University in New York, how he had worked on it pretty hard and for a while, and they developed 36 questions to help people break through to each level of intimacy. And just reading through this article that Vanessa Edwards wrote, um, some of the things that she mentioned was vulnerability brings people closer. She says the point of these questions is to have sustained, escalating, and reciprocal self-disclosure. So she says, take time having both people answer the questions and truly listen to the answers without judgment. I love the fact that she said reciprocal because it is hard to open up um, just even to a friend and they don't open it back. But that would be really hard if I was shared something really deep with you and you didn't share something deep back. Yeah. And you're really talking about trust. It endears other people to trust you. Mm -hmm. It's such a good thing. She goes on to mention that about these 36 questions that there is no such thing as rapid intimacy. And I think she's just really trying to manage expectations for married couples. And she said, I would not recommend doing these all all in one sitting, all 36 <laughs> yeah. questions. That would be a long 24 Especially hours, Especially if your right? spouse is not much of a talker, you got to ease them into that. Like yes. both you and I like to talk, but if you have a spouse that maybe doesn't like to talk, maybe try one 
of these on them this week. And that's what and she suggests. Better. Yep. Yeah. She says one per dinner, perhaps, or one per car ride. Take your time, savor them, expand on them, and see where they take you. All right. And now for the best part of this episode, I think, and that is that we're going to share a few of the 36 questions. And I would encourage you write these down or go back later and listen to this with your spouse and take the time and answer some of these questions. So here they are, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? And I would add the question, why Hmm. do you want them as a dinner guest? Another great question, what would constitute a perfect day for you? Wouldn't that be great to hear that answer and to pay attention? Uh, Another question, if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you choose? (laughs) That was a fun one. I like that one, Don. What would you choose? Would you take the body or the mind? I don't know, Charles. You know what? I think I I would definitely pick mind. I would rather have the mind of a 30-year-old so when I'm 80, I can actually think straight. I mean, who cares? It would be weird to have a 30 year old body when I was 80. Like that would just be weird. I'd much rather be sharp. You want to know the funny thing? I, I chose the body. No. That <laughs> so would we'll be cut weird your head if you off. look like you're 30, but really you said your age is 80. Right. But we'll cut your head <laughs> off and attach it to my body. I thought, well, what good is a mind if you can't walk around, if you can't go places? Oh, but funny. And I was thinking about the physical totally characteristics. Yeah. A couple other questions is what do you value most in friendship? What is your most treasured memory or what is your most terrible memory? Mm, that's a great question. Or how about name three things that you and your partner appear to have in common? And isn't that interesting? Three things I might pick out, you might not pick out. So that could be a really like illuminating question where we understand each other a little bit more. Or how about for what in your life do you feel most grateful? Mm, I like that yep, question. That that's a good one. one. So I have one right now, Travis, I'm going to ask you this question. Uh-oh. So don't look at the list. Okay. <laughs> Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item in our house. What would it be and why? I think you already know the answer to this question. <laughs> it's my Martin guitar. Yeah, it's your guitar. I <laughs> want my guitar. I could be penniless and poor on the street, but then I would still have my guitar yeah. and I would be happy. That's my most treasured possession. Plus, maybe I could like play and sing and make some money with my guitar case right. open. I don't know if they'd give me any money, but... Well, hopefully you guys can kind of get the idea with these questions. They're really just going a lot deeper. They're letting you really get to know your spouse in a deeper, new way. Because there's probably so much stuff that we don't truly know about each other that's really just embedded into our heart. Like, what kind of pop do you like? Just kidding, the strawberry. I know. <laughs> no, but seriously. Like, like deeper questions Deeper than things that. Yeah. and like your goals. And I, I love, Travis, you have 10-year goals that you wrote last year. And so the one thing I try to do, I want to know, how are you doing on your goals? I know your goals, but where are you at? And I know when I bring that up, I feel like you get excited to talk about these goals and what you've accomplished up to this point. But it's also a way of you of helping you accomplish those goals. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's accountability, but it's, you know, there's a piece to that that's really cool. And that is 
those goals are meaningful to me. And so when you ask me something about uh, what I feel is meaningful, wow, I feel validated. Mm -hmm. I feel seen. I feel heard. And that does something for our marriage, for our relationship. So you guys, it's time to go and captivate your mate. Use questions and captivate them. Make sure that you're drilling down in your communication, asking those deeper questions so you really get to that deep level of intimacy. Yeah, I would say do a search for Vanessa Edwards and look for those 36 questions or write your own. Come on, come up with your own questions and start asking your spouse and ask them to come up with questions for you. It's going to do so much for the communication in your marriage. We just want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time.